Good day to you and to your family. To your friends, to your enemies, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh man, well boy, there's a bunch of turkeys. Um, Sorry, I'm a little distracted. Six turkeys just flew right over the hood of my truck. And uh, (laughs) welcome to my form of recording. (laughs) Oh man, it's so beautiful here, y'all. Oh my gosh. Uh, Where I live is like, I just love it. It's awesome. I don't know what the Lord is doing. I don't know where the wind of the Spirit is, is blowing. But today, I'm here and today... I'm thankful. I have been shown great mercy and great compassion. I've been given many, many things I do not deserve. I should not be here. I should not have the wife that I have. I shouldn't have the awesome gift of my eight-year-old son. I shouldn't know God. I shouldn't be here. But amen, I am. And I just want to walk with a higher valuation of who I am and what God has done in my life. Completely undeserved. I've not earned anything. I've responded. I've responded to the call. I've drawn near. But it's all the goodness and kindness, the loving kindness of eternal Yahweh God. It's His goodness that led me, that leads me, and will lead me to the rest of my days to repentance. It's His goodness, y'all. It's not hell. It's not the fear of separation and damnation. No. It's His goodness. It's His kindness. It's His immeasurable compassion that leads us to turn to Him away from ourselves, away from anything that would keep me from Him, not keep me from His blessing, not keep me from His favor. Well, I don't want to lose my job. I have to go to God. Well, I don't want my children running off to the world. I better go to God. I need that promotion. No. Because I want to seek Him, Himself, He is the reward. He's it. Beholding His face is my reward. It is my purpose. As I'm heading out today, just had a couple things that I wanted to share, and I feel the Lord asking you, my friend, a question. I'm going to be a little bit bold this morning, maybe more so than usual as far as posing something specific to you. And here's the question that I'm convinced the Lord is asking you this morning. Asking His people. If you are in fact His people. And I'm going to preface that every stinking time. (laughs) Every time I'm going to preface this. Are you born again? Are you regenerated? Have you been recreated? Have you been moved from the dominion of darkness to the kingdom of light? Have you been transferred? I think so. I was saved. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about identity, lineage, heart exchange. 
Not a little bit of Jesus added to your life. A little bit of church. A little bit of faith that you can leave and you can return to. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a supernatural, unseen inside change. Born again. Have you been born of the Spirit? Are you moved by the Spirit? Do you sense the Spirit of God being your unction, your director, the wind behind the sails of your life? I would go as far as saying, do you pray in another language? Let's keep it simple because of the age-old argument, is tongues a spiritual language or is it another natural language? I'm not going to get into that and I'm probably not the guy to really doctrinally address that anyway. But do you pray in another tongue? Born of the Spirit. Blown about by the Spirit. Your days are the fruit of the Spirit. Does it direct your course? Are you a spirit-led man, born again, born of the spirit? And have you been born of the water? Oh my gosh, have you been listening to these messages? It's been a month, five weeks, I don't even know. A month, I guess. Five weeks is some coming weekend. I was born of the water. I've been born again for years. I I was put in the water when I was 10, 11, but I was not born of the water. I wasn't supernaturally born of the water. I was, I was, I was the ones in the scriptures who said, they said, hey, have you been, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? What's that? You know, that was my life. Same thing about the water. Have you been baptized into the name of Yeshua Messiah, the Son of God, Emmanuel, Jesus the Christ, the Messiah? Well, I was baptized in the name of John. I was baptized unto repentance. Is that the same? Because what you're talking about sounds quite different than my baptism. Would you please inform me? What is it? And as I've shared, if you've not listened to it, if you're new here, Or if you've just not taken the time for one reason or another, that's fine. But I would encourage you to listen to the messages about my pre-immersion view of the kingdom. And the story, the accounts of my baptism and my wife's. Two separate recordings. I was born of the water a month ago. And y'all, can I just add, like, before that, I mean, 12 years ago, I had visions, I had dreams, I had encounters, supernatural encounters with God in my house and, and in many other places. Divine encounters with other people. Times of supernatural prayer alongside other people where I could literally feel the presence of the Lord in my, in my natural body. Okay, so like, But yet I had not been born of the water. There was something lacking. A component of revelation was lacking in my understanding. 
and in my experience. And so, as I've been talking, and for the sake of being redundant for the regular listeners, I won't go there again in its entirety, but I became born of the water. And as Jesus taught Nicodemus and thereby taught us, teaches us now, now, these who have completed the three, if you will, can enter the kingdom. The born-again reality gives you the sight to see it exists. You're made aware. You can see it, but you're not getting in it. I mean, that's very clear. Born of the Spirit, born of the water, a man enters. And so I entered. And so many things have changed. I feel born again, again. <laughs> born again, 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 and again. Re-regenerated. <laughs> Myself and my wife both. It's amazing. So amazing that I want to talk about that instead of why I even turn this on in the first place. So I'll try, to, I'll, I'll try to steer the boat back to the original train of thought. Which is this, if I can remember um, at all. Okay, I do. Good. Okay, perfect segue. Unintentional. May the Lord speak to you as he's speaking to me. I'm no, I'm no website prophet, y'all. I'm not. But I am, I am thoroughly convinced to the, to the innermost places. Man, last night my wife and I prayed in our carport for two hours about the call of, the eternal call, the ancient call of God on our lives. And like, may that be released into the earth. Like, this is the season for something new for us. Like, it's tangible. I could feel it in my body. I could feel I could feel it, as crazy as that may sound, I could literally feel it in my body. The movement, the going forth shift. Not just in my understanding now, but something in the prayers of, of my wife and I that was literally moving us further into something else that I still cannot put my finger on. What awesome moments. What awesome times. What a privilege for those of us who are in Yeshua Messiah to share with our, with our spouses. I'm so thankful the Lord delivered us from television and from entertainment and all those things by His hand now. Not because we're legalistic and we oh, had to go, it's the devil, but just like responding to wanting the more of God and letting things go. Deliberately abstaining from things that brought us some form of pleasure and satisfaction and ate up, it gobbled up time. Hour here, hour there, two hours here. Oh my gosh, friends, what are we doing? What are we who call ourselves the children of God giving ourselves to and handing to our children? Entertainment programs? Tablets, smartphones. No, oh no, Lord, may may you stir in your people a rightful, necessary conviction about what we give ourselves to. And so, I mean, man, this is all connected. This is all connected. 
This might take some time. I don't know. Maybe we can make it concise. So what do we do in our house? I've been so heavily burdened with the when you sit and when you rise. When you lie down and when you get up. You teach. You train. You are taught. You are trained. You meditate. You learn. You pray. You fast. You lean into the Lord with everything you have because your life is a breath. Don't you waste it. Don't squander it. Oh God, don't let me waste another minute of my day. How many hours of my life have I wasted? I believe God wants to redeem it. And this right here, bam, this is it today. <laughs> Forgive the bam. That was, that was, please don't misunderstand me if you never listen to this. I'm not a bam guy. <laughs> but this is it, y'all. Listen, please. I want to pose a question. What is it that the Lord has deposited in you that's been on the shelf, that's been in the closet, that maybe was your stirring years ago? Now, and this is key, known or unknown. I'm not just saying, like, have you laid down your, your endeavors to evangelize the world? Did you want to be a missionary? Were you called to be a pastor? I'm not talking about that now. I'm not talking about that. That's a cookie cutter Sunday sermon that is heard all throughout the land that's doing no good. I heard that when I was a child. It never changed anyone. Maybe for a day or two, you had some, you had some just as I am altar call responses now, maybe a tear or two. But I'm talking about like this earth-shattering revealing of purpose that maybe has gone unnoticed, that maybe has gone overlooked, that maybe was something that was intended to be way more than it turned out to be in your life. Example, as I share on here, this this season especially, but even when I started this podcast just not long ago. There's been such a heavy push for us to explore Hebrew understanding and the people of God reality that was established in Abraham by God himself. The revealing of God to a people, demonstrated by a people. And friends, this just continues to flow out like extreme torrents of living water. I can't catch it. Don't want to. But I'm in it. You know, you ever stand under a waterfall so heavy you can't hardly stand up? Yeah, that's this. But here's an example. There's been such a, uh, a unveiling of things I don't understand as I've been sharing with great regularity, especially over the last month. Things that have very substantial weight and oomph behind them, but yet I don't have the understanding to understand why or to even wrap my brain around what it is exactly. But interestingly enough, while my wife was making breakfast this morning, my son and I were at the table just talking. 
I was reading some scripture. <sighs> There's just been a couple topics I've just really felt I have to I have to give myself to look into. And so I was reminded of that as I read some other text in Acts. And I went and I got one of our big illustrated Bible atlas things and Bible concordance, you know, these jumbo books that have a bunch of pictures. We bought them for our son over the winter. But I just started looking into a couple specific things and somehow I found myself seeing the, um, the old like Judean type clay lamp, the, the little small, you know, maybe four by three clay lamps that had the, of course they contained the oil and had the little wick in them that comes out the small hole on one end. I saw that a little picture of one that of course had been found during some archaeological dig. That's nothing rare or, or uncommon, of course. But I remembered, hey, I have one of those. 10, 12 years ago, I ordered some of those. I believe I sent some to my family with some, with some spiritual substance. The Lord was just doing some things in me that had nothing to do with the Hebraic perspective now. Nothing Jewish about it. Nothing about the people of God. Nothing distinguishable anywhere near like where we are today at all. I couldn't even, I mean, I remember studying about the virgins going out with their lamps filled, their wicks trimmed, the preparation, preparation, preparation. The king is coming. We have to be ready to go out to meet him. Now, that was beginning, that was kind of the onset of that for my life 12 years ago. The origin, if you will, of being the watchman. And so I remember getting those, and I remember, and I don't even know if this is the proper name for it specifically, but the only thing I know it to be called is the menorah. Now, it's the, it's the Hebrew one. It's not like the modern Jewish menorah. And I remembered, as I was remembering this lamp, I got one of those 12 years ago. And I remember back in the season of my life that I've just branded like the present season, as I've shared on here a couple times, and my friends and family know in greater measure, of course, of like when, when I had visitations from God, I had, I had encounters with God in the natural, where I wouldn't leave my house for days. Times when I couldn't move, times when I couldn't speak, times that when I sit down and I ever have an opportunity to share with people, I love, I love talking about that season. God encountered me. God put a stamp of himself upon me. He set me apart for something that I still do not yet understand. But one of the things that I got back then that I ordered from Jerusalem was this menorah. Brass. Has the 12 tribes stamped on it. Car, you know, not carved, but like poured into a cast, into a mold. And, and I remember I would have little wicks and I would fill, every morning I would fill those little vials on the top, the, the, the lampstand. I would fill those and burn those every morning in my house when I would pray. And even just thinking about that, like, oh my gosh, like, what was I doing? I didn't even know what I was doing. 
And I would, at the very least, spend time communing with the Lord. And I would not stop until, at the very least, that those were burned out empty. Which took some time, by the way. Hours and hours and hours a day. Sometimes all day, every day, for weeks, that is what I would do. I did not work. I didn't go out. And so I was reminded of that this morning and my son, his interest in in Hebrew culture and Israel, Egypt, like he's like locked in. So he's like, Daddy, you have one of those? So we went and got the, we got the lamp. And then we got the menorah. Kristen, my wife, remembered where it was? In a box in the closet, wrapped up. And we got him out and like for the next hour, he just was looking at it and reading it. We looked into what the symbols meant for the tribes. He's looking at things that are engraved on the bottom. Daddy, what's this say? Now tell me again what this was for. What, what is this? Oh, y'all, I don't even know what I'm saying. But I felt the Lord say, Joel, I have placed things in your past for, for now. Things that had a significance, but they weren't for then. There's a fullness coming. Go get some things out. Go get some things out, Joel, that I put in you for this time. For this season. For this age on the earth. Not just for me now, but for the culmination of the ages and the part that I am in. Y'all, I, man, oh gosh, I can't even go into specific things. I can't. There's just not even time. I'm not going to, I can't do three-hour podcasts. For one, I have to work a little bit today. But I put that question to you, friend. What is it that the Lord brought to you as a gift from himself? to walk into for today, for now. Maybe it's been dormant. Maybe it's been forgotten entirely. Maybe it's been misused. Maybe it's been mishandled. Maybe it's been misunderstood. Would you go to the Lord and ask him, what is it, God? What is it that was placed in me that's, that's just been Put away, maybe for a good reason or for the wrong reasons. I'm not even trying to discern that. I'm not asking you to say, well, was I wrong? Forgive me. I'm not, I don't feel like it's about that from this question from me, through me. Don't, don't worry about that, whether or not it was your fault or not. But like, all right, Lord, what's in the closet in the box of my life that you may have brought to me 30 years ago or 30 days ago? That like, huh, I wonder if that was something from the Lord for right now. I wonder if there's something in that gift from God that I've just not seen, not noticed, not given myself to properly walk in and exercise today in the now of my life. For my children, for my spouse, for my fellowship. For God himself to be 
returned to him as a gift that maybe I've just not seen or taken advantage of or been walking in rightly. Friend, would you do that? I don't normally ever do this. I believe this is unique. I don't talk like this. I'm asking you bluntly, friend, would you ask the Lord if there's something in your life that you're just, even in your attempt to know him and to be found pleasing in his sight now, I'm not talking, this isn't a backslider, rebellious, missing the will of the Lord for your life challenge. I'm not even saying that. If you're the most flourishing spiritual God-man on the earth, this is applicable. So please hear what I'm saying. Lord, is there something for now that you've already given me, that you have already placed in me, that I'm simply not walking in present moment? I believe there's some things awakening in people. I believe there are some things waiting to be awakened and stern. The dry bones reality I think there's some things that have maybe just been discarded, forgotten, overlooked, misunderstood. That God wants to breathe his breath of life into for today. For what? For you? For me? Mm-mm, no. No, we're just, we're just, we're just the, the vessels. We're those clay vessels. That's, it's not for us. It's for his glory on the earth. It's for a demonstration of his glory upon the earth. Y'all, the ages are wrapping up. The age of grace is, the, the door's closing. It's closing. I am not, and I don't believe I ever will be, a shout from a pulpit guy saying, you better get in. You're going to get left behind. You're going to get left. The wrath of God's coming. You better hurry. That's not me. That's not my message today. That's true now. But I am convinced my message for number one, I don't believe you're getting sucked out of here to begin with. I believe we will remain. That's for a whole nother day. I don't have rapturitis. I don't want out. I want to be a vessel of honor. I don't have rapturitis. I want to be a vessel of honor that pours out the Spirit of God in this age. In the last days. Well, how will I do that? How will you do that, friend? Number one, what if if you're not zapped out of here? Are you ready for that? Because you've got to endure to the end, you know. You You know all those prophecies by Yeshua Messiah himself? who was the suffering servant about you and I enduring the persecution y'all we don't know that we better be ready we had better be ready we had better be a bride prepared to go out it may not be a leisure stroll y'all it's not going to be some oh let's just take some snacks and some youtube videos on my phone and stroll out to meet him no No, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. It's going to be with tears. It's going to be suffering. It's going to be laboring. It's going to be with great distress and leaning upon our beloved because few will make it to him, y'all. Few are going to get out to meet him. Are you ready? Are you prepared? 
Get out your lamps. Get them out. Fill them up. Be trimmed. Be consecrated. Be set apart. Be holy as he is holy because or else you're not going to make it. You won't make it. You will not be with him. Open the closets of your heart, friends. Open the doors. Look around in there. Get out the light that is Yeshua Jesus himself and say, shine in here. Shine in here. Illuminate these things in me. I'm lacking. I'm deficient. I'm neglecting something you've given to me. Help me. Illuminate me. Prepare me. So that what? So that we can prepare the way of the Lord. I want to, I will do that. I'm going to do it. I don't just want to. I will. I'm going to prepare the way for the Lord. He's coming. I'm looking. I'm looking. And I'm calling you even today. By just the words of my mouth. Come out. Prepare yourself. Be ready for the King is coming. Amen.